0: Hey, what's going on, you guys? This is Dante and Michelle, and you're tuned into Life Instructions Not Included, a podcast where we try to find all the pieces to make our lives feel a little bit more normal.
1: Coming from different walks of life, we'll try to spark conversation that mentally stimulates us and challenges the way we all
0: think. And today we're covering the last segment of our Carbon Footprint series, and we're going to be talking about how our actions contribute to global warming and how we can reduce our carbon footprint. But before we hop into that, let's go ahead and check and sorry, no taste buds today, but we got some new taste stuff, new t- new food items coming in for you in our next episode. What have you been up to?
1: I have been up to not that much work. Actually, I did go on a double date on Friday uh, with a couple of our friends and we went to like this Yaki Tori spot mm-hmm. um, on 45th called Secret Fort. Okay. So like that was really the only thing on their menu, yakitori, which I don't know if you've been to a yakitori spot before, but it was pretty good.
0: And um, what's a what's a yakitori spot? I no so what it
1: was. meat on skewers. It's Japanese inspired, if you can imagine. You know they have those like Japanese the meat on barbecue. The stick. Yeah, the meat on the stick. Yeah. And they have anything. They'll have like so vegetarian. They'll have tofu option.
0: Does every Asian? Culture, half meat on a stick?
1: Beats me. I would imagine so. Uh, okay. I could see that. Okay,
0: if you rank it against Filipino barbecue, which one's higher?
1: Oh, man. I'm no gonna, rice, no I'm rice. I'm going to have to be a little biased on that one and say Filipino barbecue. Okay. Mm-hmm. I should have
0: asked afterwards. Okay, so you, <laughs> want to describe, you want to describe the Japanese barbecue?
1: But no, they had different options from like uh, chicken thigh. They even had like beef tongue. Um, they had eel, which I thought was really good. Nah, I'm
0: good with, I'm good with the eel. <laughs> I'm uh, good.
1: But yeah, no, it was cute. It was like a, a unique dining experience that was really fun. But what was surprising about that night and what I did not expect is that we ended up at Ohana's in Belltown. And, uh, it ended up being like a little club in there with the DJ and the dance floor. And oh,
0: you uh, haven't seen Jed's post?
1: I have. Or,
0: you know, Christine? I don't know what her last. name Is that name his is.
1: cousin? No, she's a DJ, DJ too.
0: Yeah. Oh, they're cousins.
1: They might be cousins. I, if I remember correctly.
0: Oh, I didn't know I went to college with her, and then all of a sudden she's a DJ now. But DJ Ten Ten, I think that's her name. Yeah. The other, oh shit! I didn't I know they're cousins.
1: I think so. Okay. But um no yeah we actually we ran into Jed there um no it was fun I I have seen it like that before hey I just you better message
0: a- one of us if you if you're listening and you hear your name Jed. <laughs>
1: Didn't call him out. No, I just wasn't expecting that because it was like a random night. But it was fun. What day was
0: it? Friday night. Mm. Friday night. Yeah, Ohana's is fun. It's a fun. Little I think spot. it's now it's different that we're older because before I feel like that was a spot to go to before going before out
1: before the club. Yeah, right? before the clubs, you go and you yeah. grab some
0: drinks, maybe grab some food. Yeah. But now it's like kind of like a go-to spot for the old heads. Yeah. Well, because we're not like, old heads, but we're getting <laughs> <yeah>. there.
1: <laughs> Well, yeah, because it is mainly a bar, and they happen to have a DJ, yeah. and then they just happen to have a little opening in their floor where you could or could not dance. You uh, know what I mean? Yeah. So.
0: Which I, I don't even think it's a dance floor. I think it's supposed to be a walkway. And <laughs> it everybody is a just walkway. <laughs> it's totally but
1: it's a dope. walkway. What is dope? I like places
0: like that where you could take over just the whole venue, and just do whatever, whatever you want. It's okay. You, you take know?
1: over the whole venue.
0: Like- <laughs> You're dancing everywhere, right? Except for the hallway and the bathroom. To go to the bathroom. Oh my God.
1: I will have to call them out on their bathroom situation. I don't know how it is for you guys in the men's, but in the doors they use shower curtains, and that is oh, one shit. thing I am not a fan of. Yeah. And so, they don't close all the way. That's crazy. Door bathroom doors in America already you know they close. You you already have a little gap
0: in America. You know okay. what I mean. All right.
1: But this place has a curtain. In. I don't know why, but hmm. anyways, I digress. At well, least <laughs> you had a good time. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, what have you been up to?
0: Uh, nothing, just a kid's birthday party, Ryan Center and one. Fourth of July was super chill, today's what, the fifth. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think the past couple of years, I'm just like not excited for Fourth of July, if I have to drive somewhere,
1: mm-hmm. because
0: traffic is so annoying. You know, last night was time, great yesterday. What was that?
1: It was great yesterday. Where'd you go? It was gone? not bad. We went to Tacoma and ended up in Puyallup.
0: No one goes to Tacoma. Wait, you went to Tacoma to watch fireworks?
1: No, we went to a family member's house.
0: Sorry, I'm talking about traffic to get away from the area where everybody watches fireworks. That's what I mean. So about five years ago, we went to Gasworks. Ooh, right? Been there, done that. So, yeah, right? So Daniel, he used to work for a catering company, and he got his VIP passes. So mm-hmm. it's me, Vince, Sam, Kat, I don't know, I think it was just us, five, well, and then daniel right so we got the passes we're on the water free drinks cool. free food oh
1: on the water you're on lake union well we're sorry or we're at right gasworks at, we're at Gas works, okay. right at
0: the edge okay um, because i was blocked off for the vip section and free drinks free food i'm in mm-hmm. you know so didn't think anything of it and you know shows typically end around what 11 like 10 30 11 they're pretty short it starts right when the dark when um the sun sets and so let's just say 11 hits we get to our car well, we're trying to get to our car. I know. It took about forty-five minutes to get to our car, which is maybe four blocks away. I know. And then, after we get to the car, keep in mind it's still only like maybe what eleven forty-five, twelve o'clock. We didn't get home till almost four
1: a.m. a.m. That's terrible. And after
0: that night, I said, "Fuck it, I'm not going anywhere." Whoever's got a rooftop, cool. Or I'm standing outside in my yard, mm-hmm. looking up, mm-hmm. <laughs> hoping I can see something. Yeah. But we're lucky. We're lucky enough here in the south then where we've got. Great views of everywhere. So there's people shooting off at Beacon Hill, people Mm -hmm. shooting off at Rainier at Seward Park, people shooting off towards Renton. So if you're at a prime location, most likely the Rainier Beach area, Mm -hmm. you look around, everybody's shooting off. And then it turns into a whole competition between the neighborhoods, which is pretty Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: dope. Yes, I know what you mean. We did Gasworks for 4th of July one year, Mm -hmm. and it was like, you could not see an inch of grass in that place. Like, it is so packed my coworker on Monday actually asked like do you guys have any tips or tricks or like tips or advice for going to Gasworks and I'm like don't just don't do it (laughs) because it is just a mess to deal
0: with when it comes to 4th of July I do enjoy being in a high energy atmosphere right being surrounded by people watching the fireworks show but throughout the years we're talking about our carbon footprint, right? So throughout the years, I've been wanting to be a little bit more environmentally friendly and I've come to a conclusion that fireworks just don't do it, you know?
1: Interesting. Which
0: kind of sucks because we used to have a fireworks show in our area, like right on my block. Mm-hmm. One of the neighbors would... Their whole family would just buy a shit ton of fireworks, mm-hmm. like thousands of dollars worth of fireworks. And everybody comes out and watches. And then mm-hmm. you just get all this debris that flies everywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's in a firework, but I'm pretty sure it's not eco-friendly. Right. But uh, mm-hmm. but then all that stuff goes in the drains. And I enjoy watching, but I for sure don't purchase fireworks because mm-hmm. I don't want to have that financial contribution to, mm-hmm. to something like that, you mm-hmm. know?
1: I totally understand what you're saying it does surprise me a little bit because you like fire and <laughs> you're a guy and I would think that you'd like explosives or fireworks so that's surprising to me I heard Des Moines yeah um, over by the marina their show was actually a drone show this year which I think I mean a. Uh, it's not as harmful to the environment, right? Because the air quality in Seattle this morning was pretty
0: bad. Oh, it is bad. I don't think it was from the fireworks, though.
1: It was. It, some of it was. You know
0: there's a wildfire down south, right? Yes, okay. I do.
1: But it was also just 4th of July yesterday, and people were popping fireworks, like, all day long. But, yes. no, um, I think it's a combination of both. Okay. But, um, yeah, when I heard that they did a drone show, I was like, okay... Probably better for the environment and better for a lot of reasons, right? You don't get, like, the loud bang noises for, like, veterans or animals. And it's kind of, like, better all around.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Which, you know, to each their own.
0: Yeah. Um, Again, you know, I'll enjoy a show. Yeah. Just can't contribute financially to that. Mm. Really, really trying to cut back on the things that have a negative impact on our on our climate, right? Mm, mm-hmm. And so after the past couple of episodes that we've done, I've been able to reflect a little bit on what I've been doing in the past few weeks yeah. and also make changes in my life to make sure that I'm not, or that I'm just lessening my carbon footprint. Right? Mm-hmm. I've talked to a bunch of other people and I've told them like, you know, I want to stop drinking coffee for a couple of reasons, mm-hmm. health, mm-hmm. health reasons, because I've had like this really crazy heart issue for some reason. It's weird. Like, My heart will be pounding if I drink a little bit of coffee, and then I just crash out of nowhere. And then I'm, like, super tired, then I get sick. And I think coffee is one of the factors that leads up to that whole situation. So I've been trying to reduce that. But after watching some of the documentaries for our agricultural episode and watching some of the coffee documentaries, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, this is not something that I want to be a part of. And there's other ways that I can try to get energy or try to stay awake, right? Mm-hmm. So, have you had any time to think about some of your actions or daily activities that you that have a negative impact on the environment?
1: Yes, for sure. I think about it daily. So, from little things like my driving habits, because I, I feel like I'm constantly filling up my car with gas, and I think, for one, my vehicle is just like a gas guzzler to begin with, but... My choices in driving like from south of Seattle, so rent into like to up north, and how frequent I might do that, so little things like that right that are so minuscule that you probably wouldn't think about that twice, right and then another thing that I realized or like become more aware of is like my shower length is like I don't know how it it is for you, it's probably way less shorter because I'm a girl, and I have super long hair, but like. I would say average shower time for me is like 10 to 15 minutes, which may or may not be long, but I think it's just something that I've realized, like, yeah, I could probably be shorter.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So I am not leading to water waste. Gotcha. You know?
0: Gotcha. I guess I never understood that because when I did grow my hair, like, it was probably like, I mean, definitely not that long, <laughs> uh, but yeah. maybe seven inches long, eight inches long. Yeah. Was your hair just super curly? Like a mix, like curly, fro. It's it's weird because it's on different sides of my head. It's like a little bit different. So there'd be like one side I just can't pick out. Uh-huh. The other side, it's I can pick out. out as a fucking fro. Yeah. So it was it was weird, but um, but either way, like, and washing your hair, I just felt like
1: takes a
0: long. It doesn't time. take. I don't know. I don't know. For me, it didn't take that long. Maybe I wasn't washing. Maybe it's completely. just me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't Maybe know.
1: my method is off
0: <laughs> wrong. But that's dope though that you're taking that into consideration. You're shower length. I know before when I was younger it used to be bad because I would bring the stereo into the bathroom mm-hmm. and I'd be in there shower karaoke, uh-huh. shower
1: yeah, for like
0: <laughs> A good 20, 45 30. minutes. Oh, my God. Oh, I'd be in there for a long. I
1: was going to say, before, I feel like my showers were probably, like, 20 minutes or yeah. so. Like, they've definitely shortened over the years because, like, I'm a parent now and I yeah. have kids. Like, I got to get to my kids. Yeah, yeah, But damn, 45. And you think about, like, how many gallons of water that is. And you're just one person, right? And so if other people are doing it, again, it's this whole, like, exponential thing where yeah. you might not be yourself, might have that much impact, but as, like, a collective whole
0: so, bigger picture. So before, like, I would always wonder, what's this whole deal about the fresh water issue? And I didn't realize this until I got to California. Until I kicked it in California. Mm. Where they have drought restrictions on water, mm-hmm. right? Because in here, up in the Northwest, we're fortunate enough to have an abundance of fresh water. Mm-hmm. We've got a water well where they're giving out fresh drinking water in Linwood. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah.
1: I do know that one you are talking about. Like, people will go there... And just line, like, park their car on the side, yep. and then just go bring, like, whatever, and just go grab some fresh water. Yep. Yeah,
0: I didn't know where it was at until I made a plant delivery in Linwood, oh,
1: uh-huh. and then I drive
0: right past it to get to the freeway. Yeah, and that line was packed. Yeah, I mean, it's during the day, like nine or ten a.m. There's nobody really there. Maybe like uh-huh. two or three people, but mm-hmm. you go later in the afternoon, a ton of people mm-hmm. line up. And the water's pretty good. I've never really tasted good. it. My cousin had some. He would go there all the time to get some fresh water. Really? Which, it's worth the drive if you've got a lot of water to fill up.
1: Oh, I was going to say, like, if you lived close by, if it was on the way home, or if it was just convenient. Well, if
0: you use those big water containers, right? Is that those what big, people
1: are filling up?
0: Yeah. Like a carboy. Or the, I don't know if those are still carboys. You know what I'm talking about? The thing I made wine in? The,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so... Those plastic jugs, people were just lined up with, oh. like, 10, 15, 20 of those beaches, Yeah. So, if you have that much, it's worth it. Definitely worth it.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. But, yes, I remember, like, when we when we went to Cali one time in L.A., it was like, you know, here you would just, do you want water, ice water at your table or whatever? And there it was like, we won't. They had a sign that said, we will not serve you ice water, like, unless you specifically ask us. Oh, really? Because it was so bad at that time. Yeah. I don't think they're in a drought anymore. Um, is what my cousins were telling me no. when we were out there a couple weeks ago in the Bay Area.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, oh, they have that in the Bay, too, water restrictions? I was talking about L.A.
1: Oh, I, I don't know.
0: Because L.A. is crazy. Like, they limit you on your shower times. They come in and wa- look at your water meters more how? frequently than here.
1: How do they limit you on your shower well, time? you're not going to get in
0: trouble unless you've gone over a certain amount,
1: I think. Oh, okay.
0: I don't know how By it really works, but they go meter. to your water meter to look at yeah. what, XYZ. Not um, Yeah, that's pretty crazy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Crazy. I'm glad we live in the Northwest where we have capability of having wh- hour-long showers if we want to.
1: No, no it doesn't. does it mean you should still do it?
0: No. No, <laughs> Michelle, you're right. <laughs>
1: Other things I've, like, thought about over the past couple of weeks is, like, conveniences in our... So, we're talking about lifestyle, right? And I think mm-hmm. about certain conveniences. So, something like the plug-in lights that my family uses around the house, you know, so those are the ones, like... If you turn off the light in the room, then the, the one night light will come on, you know? Yeah. Like, we'll have these in the hallway, and we'll have these in multiple rooms. We'll have them in the bathroom. And I just think about, like, how much energy that's using since they are constantly plugged in Yeah. at all hours of the day. Mm-hmm. And while we love it, because, again, it's a great convenience, it's like, how much power are you using? Yeah.
0: For you or any parent, it's kind of tough because some of these things seem like they're necessities or they actually are necessities well sorry first world problems
1: necessities is that what you said
0: well (laughs) i mean it's tough you're a kid scared you got a kid scared of the dark what are you gonna do you're gonna let them just be scared the whole time crying for 17 years i don't
1: think it's a necessity though i think it's a it's a nice little luxury yeah yeah, yeah, you know
0: i think of it as a training tool, I guess. Mm. You know, at some point they get over, get over the nightlight. But anyways, you know, for me, I don't have to look out for anybody but myself. Mm -hmm. Uh, My grandpa's already pretty good with making sure lights are off. This guy fucking watches TV in the dark sometimes. But for me, you know, I have to take into account shopping habits. How often am I using paper towels? Mm. How often am I driving? And then I mean, even for working out, you know, why do I have to drive this far to go to the gym when I got a gym right down the street? Or can I just work out in the field? Mm-hmm. All these little things I try to change up so that way I'm not increasing my carbon footprint, you know? Yeah. And with this plant business, I'm fortunate enough to get a lot of free pots because, you know, a lot of people give them away. A lot of gardeners give those away every year. Mm-hmm. So I just end up washing them and reusing them. I'm a big advocate for, like, re- reusing yes, and reducing. Garden. No. Um, I don't want to have to contribute to something that involves recycling because I'd rather have something you can reuse over and over again. Mm-hmm. And recently I sent you a video about reusable paper towels. Yes. So I was watching this shit. I was like, I was like, this bitch, this bitch is about to make a t-shirt. It's like some ugly ass print. What the fuck's she doing? I, I was watching it with the audio off. Okay. So I don't know what the fuck is going on. She's okay. just cutting these squares. I'm like, oh shit. They're squares. She's making a, a blanket. And it's like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, those are reusable napkins. And they came in bundles, and I'm like, that bitch must be expensive, mm-hmm. really expensive. Then I sent it to you.
1: Yeah, and well, what did they like, say?
0: You're like, oh, reusable napkins, I got those. Mm-hmm. But you haven't used them, right? Mm-hmm. And, again, you're in a situation where you're not able to use them. Yeah. Or it's hard to use them because you're still staying with someone else.
1: Yeah. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so you reminded me I have reusable paper napkins. And, again, this is the whole – and I've told you this, like, back when we were at our place in Tri-Cities, like, I was more intentional and more, like, proactive with this kind of thing. But now that we are not, I am less proactive, less intentional, unfortunately. Yeah. So it's, like, literally sitting in storage Mm -hmm. and uh, my stature bags, I was telling my husband, I'm like, I miss them. Because look in my, like, lunchbox right now, and I have, like, five Ziploc bags. And that, little things like that, I know it sounds weird, but, like, it pisses me off (laughs) seeing that much plastic. And I will say, yes, you are pretty good with, like, reducing and reusing. And it's something that's made me aware of, like, I should probably be doing that more. Yeah. Because (laughs) we can be so wasteful. Yeah. In our lives.
0: I want to learn how to sew, so that way all the t-shirts that I have that I'm willing to throw away. Uh Uh-huh. I could turn those into napkins Mm -hmm. or at least um, reusable rags that will last longer than just torn fabric. Because I do know a lot of people that used T-shirts with holes in them or just any, like, loose fabric around to, like, scrub Mm -hmm. shit down or use it as a dirty rag. Mm -hmm. But when it's not sewn properly, you know, it doesn't last that much longer because threads just keep unthreading and shit. (laughs) But
1: at least you find a – at least you repurpose it, right, for something instead of using something else to, like – Clean, clean up a spill or whatever you use yeah. a, a rag for.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? You know, actually, I did go to the thrift shop this past weekend mm-hmm. um, to take a look at some pieces because I was, like, helping plan this um, engagement party and I had this really cute idea that you could use, like, for decor, vintage glassware, like, vases.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And in those, you could put, like, plant cuttings.
0: Yeah.
1: For example, if you're propagating a plant... So put it in these glass vases, and that could essentially also act as not just one-year decor, but, like, favors to give away to your guests. Oh, yeah, It's so yeah, yeah. you're just, like, reusing, reusing, reusing. I loved that idea. That's pretty dope. So that's why I went to the thrift store, and I'm just like, look at all these things. Like, I just never really thought about it before because I wasn't actively thinking about it. Mm-hmm. It's, like, back of my mind.
0: That reminds me of the video I sent you. Or maybe you sent it to me. Which one? The glass... Platter saucer plates underneath. Yeah, uh, this. Yeah. Pots for as like a drainage yeah. catcher or whatever, a water catcher.
1: Yeah. So anyone with plants out there knows what we're talking about. But like usually, when you have a plant and you use a saucer to catch it underneath. Yeah. And usually, like I've bought this at um like Lowe's or Home Depot before, like the plastic saucers. You bought the
0: plastic saucers. I've
1: bought the yeah. I have oh. bought the plastic saucers before. Global You're warming. not like a house plant kind of guy. So, you, I don't know that you would have a need to purchase these.
0: No, nah, so what I do is I use the udon bowls. Uh-huh. So, if you go to Costco, they got these udon bowls. Is it udon or udon? Udon. Udon? I don't
1: know,
0: udon whatever. bowls. So, I use the udon bowls underneath my container if the container fits. If not, yeah. I use the to go containers from whatever, wherever someone eats because they'll bring them go. home.
1: reusing, good yeah. job. So, I do
0: that. No, yeah, and
1: yeah. me, no. I will buy that plastic saucer, and I have in the past. Your eyes are getting big, but yeah. So I saw this video out there where it's like you can go to the thrift store, go to the glass section, yeah, and just buy glass. Glassware. Sauce. Yeah, they look like the saucers, but they're just like plates, yeah. or I don't know what they are—servingware or something.
0: Crystal, yeah.
1: Crystal. There you go, crystal. Oh, bougie and shit. <laughs> but it it's, was really cute. It's dope,
0: though. I mean, like the fact that something could have went to landfill yeah right except they donated it somewhere you purchase it not a big fan of goodwill's financial tactics a little questionable where the funding goes but i mean rather than buying something new there's something out there that could potentially be thrown away at some point but mm-hmm. you repurpose it yeah
1: i feel like my aim and my thought process with this series is just like how to reduce my landfill i like that or what i can contribute to landfill
0: yeah so this was going to be the big question what have you done since our last recording? Oh no, since the first recording of this carbon footprint series. What have you been doing that has actually had a negative impact on the environment?
1: A negative impact? Yeah,
0: I got one for me and I felt I felt kind of shitty, but I still did it.
1: I mean, there's so much like I just mentioned a little bit earlier like my freaking Ziploc usage. Yeah. Like I'm not happy with that at all. Like every time I go grab one, I'm like stupid plastics just going to end up in the Landfill. So
0: that's your yeah your I top guess negative activity thing, whatever.
1: I mean, gosh, there's probably something that I'm not thinking of. Okay. Because so <laughs> what do you think? I want to hear yours. The
0: reason why this question popped up right now is because you're talking about your contribution to the landfill, right? Yeah. And so, mine was these little sauce packets. That you get at fast food joints? So or? similar, but these are little packets that come in those frozen soup dumpling trays that you get from Costco. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about?
1: I do. Yeah,
0: so they have these little, these dipping sauces that are uh, are individually packed and supposed to go for each tray. So you get about six, six packets per box. And I was saving them for the longest time because I would reuse the sauce for some other soup or whatever I was making. And then after a while, I was like, man, I don't want this shit. And I was just clearing out hella shit, and I was too tired, kind of lazy. And rather than dumping it out, um, like pouring all the sauce out, I just threw it in the garbage. Now, it doesn't seem like much, but let's say you keep doing that over and over and over. Now, and let's just say that one packet is about an inch thick. It's not an inch thick, but we'll just use that as reference because it's easier to -hmm. to visualize. If you have six of those, stack them on top, that's six inches. And if you keep doing this every month, you're going to be stacking a fucking... 10-foot-high stack of dumpling sauce Mm -hmm. packaging, right? Mm -hmm. And the reason why I felt so bad is because you can easily dump it out and make it slimmer so that way that stack doesn't get higher and higher. And, you know, you think, oh, well, eventually it'll break down, but plastic takes a shit ton of time to break down, Mm -hmm. and you're not going to be able to get that sauce out for a while. So you're just going to keep stacking and stacking and stacking, and it's going to stay there because the plastic won't break down. Mm -hmm. So I've been killing myself... I went to You've church. Been killing yourself. Yeah. I went to church. Confession. Confess my sins. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, God, in the name of Jesus Christ, please rebuke Forgive me. me forgive me whatever they say. Yeah. But yeah, and so we had a bunch of those plastic one serving packaged things or whatever mm-hmm. in the fridge because my grandpa wants to save everything. Just like every Filipino hoarder out there. Yeah. We save everything. Even yeah. though we're not gonna use it. I know. And I'm kind of in agreement with him. Because we might need it later on, but
1: there's always that we might need yeah, it later, right. later on, and then you get rid of it because you finally come come to accept like okay, I'm not going to use it, and the time, and that, then you need and then you fucking need
0: it. it, yeah. So and then you oh need my it. god, that's the that's the worst. But
1: always happens that way.
0: But while I was cleaning, I also found a Caesar salad packet there too, and I ended up tossing that at the croutons and the individual Ooh. packaging with the Caesar dressing oh, and all man. that stuff. So it's. <sighs> It's been a rough, rough week for me. I'm sad. All the otters and ducks and beavers and whales mm-hmm. out there that are dying. All the
1: animal life out there. You know, another thing I have thought about was, like, my grocery shopping habits. Yeah. And, like, purchasing too much and not cooking it. And so the oh. food just goes to waste. Yeah. Because, you know, we're busy. We're out and about. Like, I'm not going to, like, we'll just buy things when we're out there. Like yeah food wise and so I'm like oh man but I was supposed to cook this tonight but now I don't get to or like I don't get to it because we're so busy and and just not at home yeah, yeah, yeah and so that makes me think of like are you buying just enough or are you buying too much because in our agriculture episode we talked about not just overcomes and no not over consumption but over I don't know what is on production
0: For the agriculture, yeah. Well, there's overproduction of like meat products and stuff,
1: right? Over purchasing, yeah, like things that you don't really end up using.
0: And it's like the fast fashion thing, you know. You end up buying a lot of stuff that you really don't need, Mm -hmm. Um, even though you're going for like one quick item. Sometimes you'll just end up buying a shit ton because it's cheap. Yeah. And then you never really need it. You're just wasting your money
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: hurting the environment too at the same time, right? So I am on board with you though with reducing my consumption of food.
1: Reducing your consumption of food.
0: Yeah, well, I guess it's not the same as not what you're your saying because you're talking about purchasing. Yeah, purchasing. Well, um, okay, a little bit of both. <laughs> Wait,
1: sorry. Reducing your consumption of food both. sounds like you're gonna go on a diet and like eat less. Well, reducing your consumption? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: so a little oh, bit you're of both. Eat less? Okay. Yeah, a little bit of both because in America, like we're. Oh, we overeat. We, we overeat. We're super like, it's crazy, So <laughs> yeah,
1: our portions reality, are
0: big. It was a reality check when I was in the Philippines because, you know, you order a meal, it's like two three bucks. Down the street, I don't know how it is in the city. Down the street from our house, it was like two or three bucks, and it's a small, like a really, really small dish, mm-hmm. and it's hard to describe. Maybe think of like a saucer plate or a large cookie okay. size plate, right? Okay, and so it's not a lot. In the first meal I had, I'm like, I'm still kind of hungry. That's all they gave me, and then as the days went on, I wasn't as hungry anymore. And I wasn't like fiending for food, you know. Mm-hmm. Where here. I'm like a fucking crackhead trying to get my drugs. Just eat not more for crack and more though. More. For food, for food, for food. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like you want to eat more and more and more, and yeah. that's where I need to have that self control, so that way I'm not over purchasing, mm-hmm. well, over consuming and over purchasing, right? Mm-hmm. It's it
1: takes discipline. Yeah,
0: it's tough, and I'm fortunate enough to have the garden back here. Yeah. Because while I'm in the garden, I'm also snacking on. Sugar snap peas, snow yes. peas.
1: Yeah, can I have some? You I want, want to do some? like a shrimp stir fry. You want it right now? Yeah, after we record. Oh, I was gonna
0: grab it right now. I was gonna say I'll be right back, y'all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's like in the like a shrimp stir fry, yeah. like I've really been
0: craving that. It's good. Yeah, grab some. <laughs> grab some. See, now you don't have to purchase from the store. Thank you. Frozen and snow peas, money. right? I mean, no, benefits all around. No, the money could you oh. can still pay me? Oh. But, you're, you know, you don't have to get any plastic-wrapped food, no? Yeah.
1: The travel costs are down. Right? You like, right here. I'm the grocery store. I know. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. So looking into the future, right, after we've done all these episodes about our carbon footprint, have you felt any different about how you go about your life? And if it's a no, it's not a big deal because I feel like that mm-hmm. is the majority of the people out there. where yeah. you know, you don't really feel any different. You don't see any change.
1: Yeah. No. Like I said, like I've always been, even slightly aware, of my actions. This series just made me more aware. Yeah. And like, kind of under a magnifying glass, you yeah. know. Um. So I've always been aware. Like, I knew there were certain things in my lifestyle that I doing that wasn't great for the environment. wasn't doing anything, and I and I kind of just like turned my head the other way. Okay, whatever. Yeah. But, like, after reading up on it, seeing the videos, documentaries, all this, I'm like, oh, shit. It's just, like, more in your face. And I think the more you are aware, the more you're, like, more likely to do something about it or, like, take action against it. You know? Mm -hmm. What about you? I feel like you're kind of in the same boat.
0: I don't think it's changed my perspective. I think it's given me that extra boost to Mm -hmm. try to actually put in... Enough effort to make a change for myself mm-hmm. at least right yeah which again it's tough you know I mean I don't really go shopping that much I don't really buy clothes up yeah, I don't buy clothes that much anymore and I've been thinking about how I want to live my life in the future as far as like producing my own shirts mm-hmm. um, producing making well, well yeah same thing yeah if you're producing <laughs> something you're making it but there's that and then also. Living somewhat of a minimalist lifestyle. Yes! Somewhat.
1: That's what I've been saying.
0: Well, I'm not going to give up my shoes. That's fine. But I think that's one thing. Shoes and clothes, I think I'm going to hold on to.
1: Uh-huh.
0: But other than that, there's a lot of shit I don't really need. And if I do feel like purchasing something, I'd rather have it secondhand, if I can. Yeah.
1: yeah. I feel like that. it's fine to not like go of like, the clothes, the shoes, the things that... like you know bring you joy whatever yeah. you, you're at least like being intentional with it right mm-hmm. you know like when to purchase something or when to not I want to go back a little bit and just talk about like how our community has helped shaped or influence us in our ways or how we think about you know making a difference in mm-hmm. my in our environment I think about how fortunate we are to live in a place like Seattle that is Quote unquote green compared to other parts of the country, and how that has, like, I think that has probably impacted me the most. And then, like, in my previous workplace, we've mentioned this, but like Seattle is like, we have to compost. Yeah, yeah. And I used to live in a residential building, retirement community where we did have to. And I think what stood out to me and made more of an impact to me was that the workers there were even reiterating that. Because not everyone's gonna follow the rules, right? Mm-hmm. Some people may, might take shortcuts and there was something way we in compost that they're not supposed to that could have been washed off and like put in recycling.
0: Yeah.
1: But what stood out to me was people like actually reinforcing it. And I think that stood out to me
0: yeah. a lot. Nice. You know you mentioned community and when we we're working on the outline I was just talking about the episode. You know, I think that we had different outlooks on community. And for me, my com- when I talk about community, I think of just different networks. And it's still, it's still all the same, right? So how do I think about reducing and reusing in my household? How do I think about reducing and reusing around my friends, at work, with my own career, right? And so I've always tried to implement that philosophy into anything I work on. So let's say when I get the business, the gym going, you know, I would do want to build a community rehabilitation program where we go out, we clean the streets. Um, we do have a a sustainable building where a lot of the water is being reused. We're solar paneled, We're generating electricity for the building. I want to be the person that sets the sets the benchmark like pretty mm-hmm. high. Like this is our, this impact. is my standard
1: in this building.
0: Yeah, you know, and I want I want to hold other businesses accountable because we blame a lot of the bigger companies for being extremely wasteful and having a large negative impact on the environment. Mm-hmm. But what about the smaller businesses? It's not like they shouldn't be held accountable as well, right? For sure. Uh, again, bigger businesses are going to be in the news a lot, so of course it's easier to target the people that you see in the media and on TV a lot more than the smaller businesses.
1: Yeah. But
0: as a collective, like we still need to do something to mm-hmm. make a bigger difference. And so... Yeah, that's why I try to get the re, um, the recycled containers. Mm-hmm. You know, I've thought about repurposing some of the some of the food scraps for I know. whatever. You know, it's... I
1: hit you up the other night. I did a little transplanting at home with my boys. You know, I got some free succulents from work. They came in solo cups. Transplanted a couple of my other a uh, couple of my house plants into okay. bigger pots, and I said, "Do you want them?" Because I could have easily thrown them out. They're just solo cups. At the end of the day.
0: Oh, I didn't know what you were talking about cuz you said pots and solo cups. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. So what pots are these?
1: <laughs> Just like those that you have?
0: Like those bigger ones? The black ones right there or the smaller? No,
1: they're prob No, they're not super small. I would say is there an in between of like a 4 and a 6 inch pot? Yeah, probably Anyways. 5. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, well, so there, there is, sell, like, i know what you mean you
1: only sell four and six inch so i never i'm like is there a five inch pot or he does he just not go there no nah, I, I know what
0: you mean i know what you mean um, So um something you know, like that just
1: something around that range but again like i could have easily just thrown it away like oh this is garbage now i'm done with it uh, man. but i was like you know i know you have your nursery going on i'm like you, you know he could use a couple pots maybe yeah use these solo cups for something right See, what we think is garbage, I mean, you could probably find a use for. Yeah. And I think I'm one to talk, because, like, like I, especially when it comes to home goods, when we were when we owned our home, we do still our own home. Whatever.
0: Oh, I forgot you guys still got that house. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a
1: house owner. I'm a landlord. Um, <laughs> I always wanted to buy brand new.
0: Yeah.
1: I was like, no, I'm not going to go to the thrift store or, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. I just want to buy brand new. But... That mindset of mine is, I think it's changing. Really? It's changing right now. I don't always have to buy brand new. For one, it's going to be more expensive. Two, everyone else is going to have it. Oh, I'm going to go buy this decor from Target that 50 other million households are going to have. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or I can go to the Value Village or a thrift store and get like this really unique piece. Yeah. You know? And it's going to be a lot cheaper. So my uh, my uh, mindset's changing. Nice. On top of like, I've been wanting to be a minimalist for years. I we think, should have an episode on that.
0: Uh, you could lead that one. I don't okay. know. I don't know where I would go with this whole minimalist thing. I, I do want to live it, but not to the extreme as how it's presented on, on TV. Because dude, dude was living in a forty square foot box.
1: Okay, I don't know about that one.
0: Maybe I maybe twenty my, square foot I box. So I <laughs> my face,
1: is that a single guy?
0: It was I'm a family worried. of ten. They slept on top of each other.
1: I've seen families in like tiny homes or yeah. like vans. That's so.
0: crazy, man.
1: No, I wouldn't be able to do it to that extreme. Mm-hmm. But I mean, talk about reducing your carbon footprint, though.
0: For sure. So how do you think you can go about getting other people involved, like your friends? I think friends is, friends are going to be the first thing that you want to try to get involved. Well, for you, man, your and kids, family. maybe oh, yeah, your kids. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, for me, like, my mom or my grandpa don't want to do it. Whatever. I can't force, you know, mm-hmm. but when it comes to friends and family well, friends and like, if you have your own person, yeah. your own family, um, it's a little bit easier to do it. Yeah.
1: No, first and foremost, like I definitely want to, I want to have my children be aware and care mm-hmm. so that they can move forward in life, like being motivated by doing the right thing.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Actually, Isaac's walking around these days talking about like, mommy, we can't hurt mother nature. And someone told him if you hurt Mother Nature, you're gonna turn into a fox. So he's like going around <laughs> telling people that. It's so funny. <laughs> you can't hurt Mother Nature, Mom. That's um <laughs> we're in the right direction. That's how funny. Um so yeah, definitely, you know, start with my kids. And then I think we started off this series. I was talking about how I was I was with a friend who had mentioned that she just did like this shopping hall on Sheen.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which,
1: by the way, since we have recorded this series, I was at South Center Mall the mm-hmm. other week, and Sheen had a pop up at South Center.
0: Sorry, I was more surprised about the fact you calling it, you calling it South Center Mall.
1: What's it called? I mean, the
0: South Center. I cool. Yeah. South Center.
1: Mall. Okay. That um, just threw me
0: off a <laughs> little bit. Okay.
1: They had a Sheen pop up, which I've never seen before. I don't know how often they do that, but we talked about Sheen in our fast fashion episode mm-hmm. and how bad it is. And I was like, look at that. There's a freaking storefront. Right. But um so my friend mentioned she did a shopping haul with Sheen, and I turned my head the other way and I didn't say anything. That was like perfect opportunity. For me to say something yeah, yeah. right there. Well, you know, what
0: would you said, call them out right now. Let's say your friend, hey friend, I hope you're listening. Go no. ahead. <laughs> I don't know what I would say.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I would approach it because I feel like with Sheen, people are prioritizing the low cost of items and clothing, whatever Sheen sells, you know, mm-hmm. they prioritize that over the, the bigger picture of what's happening behind the scenes, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know the low wage workers, the environment they're living in mm-hmm. and they can just it negatively contributing to right. greenhouse gas emissions. I mean everything, right? Yeah. yeah like yeah. what I would say, you're asking me right now, I don't know what I would say, but I know I could have said something.
0: Well, what do, <laughs> what do you think you can do right now? Just for anybody.
1: What can I do yeah.
0: to Get people more informed or get people involved. Yes, you might. I might have missed it earlier. But you're talking about your kid. Like you could get your kids more involved, right? Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um, because for me, I think that you know I want to get my friends involved, but it, it's tough because you have to make people care, right? Mhm. And let's say recycling or no, actually reusing. So when we're out cooking, they'll know. They'll be like Dante, you want the seeds? Dante, do you want the food scraps? Because well. I throw them in the garden. Yeah, if we're chopping shit up like vegetables and shit. Mm -hmm. We'll do all that. But I think for me right now, what's best is to plan ahead. When I have my own space, it's going to be a lot easier to show people how you can be more sustainable on your own piece of land because I feel like a lot of people think they won't be able to do much with the land that they do have. And if I can show people that there is a way to reduce your yard waste or your compost, by composting everything at home, even meat products, figuring out a way to do all that stuff at home, people might actually make an effort to make a change. And, so you're
1: yeah. planning ahead.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've already thought about a lot of things, how I'm going to compost uh, meat products, meat and animal products, dairy mm. products as well. The vegetable stuff and paper is going to be a lot easier because I can throw all that shit in the
1: mm-hmm.
0: like directly in the garden. You're not supposed to throw meat directly in the garden. I think you could throw a fish, but not me. I don't know. I'm still learning, learning, <laughs> still doing my reading and watching videos. Um, We're
1: both still learning. I feel like just having a series on reducing your carbon footprint or greenhouse <laughs> gas emissions and whatnot is already kind of bringing it to light, right? Yeah. People who again wouldn't, you wouldn't normally think about this. I don't know how many people are like just think thinking or talking about this kind of topic, but one just bringing awareness and spreading awareness. Yeah. You know, another thing I want to bring up, Plant a Free Tree Yeah, is the program that you had mentioned, I don't know if it was the last episode or a couple of episodes, Sometimes, sometime in this series. So, if you live in the Seattle city, <laughs> if
0: you live <laughs> if in you the, live Seattle the Seattle area, okay, city.
1: so there is a program through the city of Seattle, and you can go to their website, seattle.gov. We're going to put the link in the description, but what it is, it's called the Trees for Neighborhoods Project which provides free trees for Seattle residents to plant in their yards. And what's really cool about it is you know, you actually have to go to a class first mm-hmm. and you learn about the different kind of trees, where's the best location to plant it on, um, to plant it at, like in your, on your land. Mm-hmm. Like it's super informative. Like they want to set you up for success. And then you receive, okay, watering bags, mulch, I talked about training and proper planting and care, yada, yada. The application opens up July 10th.
0: Oh, this isn't just to apply anytime you want to? It's
1: not because they talk about how the fall time is the best time to plant trees. So that's coming up in October. Mm. And you are only allowed, so you're allowed three trees per year and I believe six trees max. Okay.
0: And yeah, application is July ten. Let's do this. Let's uh, let's turn it up a notch. If y'all want a tree, come to my plant sale, July twenty second. I'll give you a tree. Just say so you listen to the episode. There
1: you
0: go. Come meet us because we'll both tree. Be here. Yeah, I mean it's a little, it's a little baby tree, but it's something. Mm-hmm. You know, you could just take it with you. I got maple trees. I'm keeping the acorn tree, not the Japanese maples that. No, we got. But I've got a ton of other maple trees. Um, yeah, I got a couple pine trees. Tree. <laughs> yeah, you know, what else do I got? I got some. I got some shit laying around. So it's like they can get a free one if they want to, and just show up July twenty second. I think we'll post it on our page. I'll post it on my personal page too. i mm-hmm. um, I'll
1: post it too.
0: Yeah, and then if you know, say you listen to the episode, mm-hmm. you get half off of whatever whatever plants you want. You know what? Actually, yeah. Go ahead. Actually, yeah. Do it.
1: They have to have made it this far. Yeah, you've had to made
0: this far. <laughs> Watch like a hundred thousand people show up. Like, Hey,
1: we've
0: been listening. I want, I want some plants dog. Yeah.
1: I mean, it is pretty cool, and I've said this time and time again, but like, not a lot of people our age garden.
0: Nope.
1: So, it's not at all. Pretty cool to see what you're doing, and like, hopefully. It encourages or motivates others. You know what's Just a do the same. No.
0: So my birthday, right? I had a friend that. A friend at uh,
1: your birthday party. Yeah. Part yeah. You.
0: Oh well, Ryan. So Ryan was oh. like, "Oh, we were watching. I showed him the plants. We're all walking around, showing everybody the plants." And he goes, "Oh, I see. You. You're on your old people shit." I'm like, "It reminded me of the video or the episode that we did about feeling young and like what type of activity should be attributed to young or old people, right?"
1: The episode, age ain't nothing but. Yeah. Number. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I'm looking at him like. It's not an old person thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Young people do it too. It's just a matter of like how you grow up. Like I still go out and do this, but I can still go out and kick it. And mm-hmm. I do a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. It's just what do I do with my time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I just wish this wasn't associated with old people.
1: Yeah,
0: Be for kidding. sure. Because, like, anybody can do it. Shit's easy, man.
1: And that's one way how your community shaped you yeah. and influenced you when you were younger. Gotcha.
0: Okay, so, got a little paint-the-picture type game to end the episode.
1: Okay. okay.
0: I want to paint the picture of my perfect house. Okay. Which is going to help reduce my carbon footprint. Okay. You think you could join in on this? Like, what you would do for yours? Or what would be your ideal way of reducing your carbon footprint?
1: Painting a picture yeah. of...
0: Just waste Just your lifestyle. Oh, like my
1: house so I'll do <laughs> I'll do my
0: house first, and then you can just do your lifestyle, okay, whatever go. you want. To go for
1: it. Go for okay, it. For it. so I know you got a rainwater bucket somewhere. Exactly,
0: that's where I was going to start. Right. <laughs> so I have a separate corner which is strictly for compost. Right. A lot of people use like green, brown, and whatever else like to section off their compost, but everything is going to go in the pile. Right. And every time you compost greenhouse gases emit from the compost Mm -hmm. and what i want to do is build a house and have that gas leak out into an actual greenhouse so it can keep that area hot in the wintertime because there's going to be greenhouses in there and then the leftover gas i can use that to burn off as fuel if i need to it's crazy contraption i know everyone's like dante dante shit ain't gonna work shut the fuck up when i get it done Everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, Dante, Dante! I remember that episode you were talking about." Mm-hmm. And don't tell it. this
1: man otherwise.
0: It's fucking amazing. So I've been kind of planning that how to get that going, and then I want to grow trees that can grow fast, and I could chop down to use as as either Kinder, Kinderwood, Kindle, Kindles, kind, whatever. I don't know what little that shavings is. To, for fire starters or whatever, and also larger trees I could chop down. To use that as firewood, okay. Then I do want to have a rain catching system, so rain barrels around the house. Um, I want some of that rainwater to get filtered through the house, so we can use it for the sink, for the toilet, for to run through for showers, right? Yeah. And then I also want to use that water for um, watering the garden.
1: There's a park in Renton that does that. What? So they have like coverings over the eating areas. It catches the rainwater uh-huh. and it leaves it down into their system and it waters the plants around it. Oh
0: shit, that's dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, yeah, I want something like that. And then I also want solar panels across the house. I do want to have a workout area outside and then a cardio, a few cardio machines like a bike, treadmill, elliptical. And then I want all of those machines to generate electricity so that can be stored and some, some battery or at least use within the house, right? I've already looked it up because I wanted those electricity generating machines in my gym. Uh, mm-hmm. They are kind of bulky, but hopefully by the time I get my house, they'll be a little bit more um, home friendly, mm-hmm. personal friendly. So there's that. And then I also want to farm my own shrimp. Super random.
1: Farm your own shrimp? Yeah,
0: yeah. I've been thinking about this. Oh my God.
1: Do you love shrimp oh, fuck as much it. as I love shrimp? I think I
0: love shrimp more than anybody. No, in this it's like world. my favorite food. No, it's not your favorite food. It is mine.
1: though because you can cook it all different ways. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Do you yeah. eat it raw?
0: Yeah. yeah. No. Um, there's Filipino, I have. You
1: know, there's that Filipino dish.
0: That's like a ceviche. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's not raw though. It is. Is it? It is. I thought the acidity oh, kills. Whatever. It It's well, like a yeah. ceviche, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. It is. Kilowand. You know, Oh, that's like,
1: shrimp, that is so random, and I've never heard that from you before. Well,
0: <laughs> I don't think anybody has, because I was chilling one day, watching TikTok, and then some dude had a pet shrimp, and I was like, man. A pet shrimp? Yeah, I was like, damn, that shit looks like it would be good grilled. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so, so, I was like, what if I had a big-ass fucking fish tank, and just started farming my own shrimp? Oh, my God. And then I just, if I want to eat, I just grab it right there, and I'm good to go. Oh, my God. oh <laughs> also, plant propagations. So, the water from the fish tank goes through a pump and then runs through a tube, and then that water gets ran through the plant roots.
1: You're losing me here. Mm-hmm.
0: sorry, this was part of the sorry <laughs> this was part of the um the sustainable uh-huh. thing, right? So Wait. you use some of the dirty water because the water has to be filtered because of the fish waste in the fish tank, right? So, if I have a fish tank, I could have some of the plants hanging over the fish tank, and the roots just absorb some of the nutrients from that from the tank water and also have that water pump through a pipe where I do some type of hydroponic system and I let that water go through the roots so they can absorb the nutrients from the fish tank as well.
1: That's wild. Yeah, I
0: saw someone do that with house plants and I'm like I could really? probably do that with produce. I'm sure I could do that with produce. Wow,
1: unheard of. So essentially your house you're just going to be like a scientist. You're just going to have like a whole bunch of you're like go go gadget but house but house house, house
0: gadget gadget yeah, yeah 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 it's crazy it's gonna be dope um,
1: you know <laughs> it's, it's gonna <laughs> happen it's okay. gonna happen so when you asked me the question just a few minutes ago like for the future what's my lifestyle gonna look like whatever yeah all I could think about is like I really do want to carry out this this minimalistic lifestyle
0: okay
1: when it comes to all aspects of my life
0: so what what are you I thinking. Wanna,
1: I want to live minimally. I just, I don't want to purchase as much at all. I want to be super intentional with everything I have. From house goods to clothing to shoes to, I mean, literally everything. And I think I can be successful because I'm not an impulsive buyer or shopper to begin with. Mm -hmm. Like, if I want something, I will wait at least two, three, four weeks, sometimes even months before I buy something. And if I still want it... That much time later, then I know I really want it, and I've already thought about it.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Nice. You know, I have habits like wanting to buy things that are multifunctional. It doesn't just serve one purpose. I need it to be like a fucking coffee table and a desk. I need it to be a chair and a whatever. Yeah. You know yeah, what
0: okay.
1: I mean? <laughs> okay. Like I'm just such an advocate for that. I'm like that's that's what I need. That's
0: what I want. That's so I gotta send you this link for this workstation that someone had. It's not the best-looking desk, but it turns into a desk, and it's a like a little rolling end table and, and cabinet, too. Hey, and if then, it's
1: multifunctional, let me know. Yeah, I'll send it. I'll yeah. send it.
0: All right, so, I mean, hopefully everybody else can learn to make changes, and we're all learning together how to be better for Mother Nature because we all don't want to turn into foxes, right? Yeah, so, exactly.
1: I know Isaac is right. We can all make a difference. And I think about that quote, like, be the change you wish to see in the world. Uh-huh. And you've said this before, if you believe you can make a difference, why not try? Yeah. I think it all starts with ourselves, and then from there, hopefully, we can impact others, starting with our small circle, starting with our community.
0: Yeah. So let's make that, let's make that difference. Oh, sorry, I was about to end the episode, but what I wanted to talk about was that Meatless Mondays.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So we mentioned it before, those, you know, all you crazy eight people listening— well, There's gotta be more than eight. Why does it still say we only have eight followers? That's gotta be a fucking lie. That's gotta be a lie. But we're getting like 60, 70 downloads. <laughs> How we only got eight followers? It's bullshit. Whatever. <laughs> so, we talked about Meatless Mondays as yes. being our approach to reducing our carbon footprint by not eating as, mint, as much meat product as we're used to eating, right? Mm-hmm. Damn, that was a tongue twister. Sorry, I'm slurring my words. It sounds like I'm drunk. But I started.
1: Yeah, how'd you do last Monday?
0: Didn't do well. I moved okay. it to today.
1: Me too. Yes. No, you did it.
0: Yes, but but <laughs> How I'm moving are you doing slowly. Today? I'm moving slowly. So What's I did me? eat a little bit of meat, okay. a little chicken. I threw it into my salad. I'm trying to eat less meat product and eat more heavier greens, darker greens. So like your kale, your Swiss chard. I guess those are the only two that I'm growing in the yard. So those are the things that I'm really going to be focused on eating. And I'm going to be making vegan tacos this week i think and i realized like i used to be the cold turkey person Mm -hmm. i could just go cold turkey and i'll be okay Uh i'm like no it's better to just gradually move into it figure out what days i want to do so that way i'm not stressing out about for sure not getting it done that specific day yeah yeah what about you how'd you do
1: so same sunday night rolled around i prepared my lunch for work on monday and i was like shit I cooked meat. I cooked chicken. Yeah. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to change it. So I changed it to today, Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And I've done fairly well. I have not eaten meat today yet. Have you eaten? I have eaten. Okay. It has (laughs) not been great. Because yesterday was 4th of July. I didn't get to prepare my lunch for today. So it's been shitty. Okay. But so it counts as a meatless day, I guess. Okay. Um... I did do a Trader Joe's run, though, and I did purchase some of their, like, chickenless items and other uh, vegan stuff. Okay. So, going in that, yeah, I'm going in that, in that direction.
0: That's what's up. Keep it up if you can.
1: I do, yeah. For yeah. sure, for sure, for sure.
0: Don't get me wrong. I love my, I was going to say I love my meat. I love steak. I love chicken. <laughs> I love fish. Mm-hmm. Seafood. So, I'm not completely giving it up, but no. at least I'm reducing my intake, which is yes, which is going to change the world. Captain Planet, he is our hero. If I don't know the I rest of the song. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So remember, we all have different journeys in life. What may be right for me, might not be right for you, and vice versa. We're hoping this episode enlightened you and inspired you to bring up these types of conversations with your community.
1: And hoping that you can be a part of our community. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and follow us on Instagram at life I and I podcast.
0: And once again turn on those notifications because we are going to continue blasting you guys with a bunch of episodes and hoping to get some video up soon as well. Catch you guys later.
1: Till next time.